I would like to say that uh, I haven't met any contestant that's come on this stage that hasn't been a winner. Working at the nerve and, and going against the nerve, and it's just, uh, I, like I said, I couldn't do it. All three of the finals this year were just absolutely wonderful artists, songwriters, singers. So just so they know, there's no losers in my book in this one. They did a fabulous job. So without further ado, I'm just going to go ahead and read this. The grand prize winner of studio recording sessions in Nashville, Tennessee, thanks to Overdrive, is Mr. Taylor Baker. Parker, Buddy Baker, where's he at? Come on, buddy. Where did I get Baker from? Huh? I'll join the great Tony Justice, whose voice you heard at the top. Congratulating Hennep Transportation Lease Owner Operator Taylor Barker. Yes, that's Barker, not Baker. For his big win in the Trucker Talent Search Competition at Gats, Justice and Barker know each other, which makes our annual Trucker Talent Search MC's pronunciation of Barker's name at the announcement all the more funny. I'm sure the pair have had no small number of laughs over it in the time since Friday when Baker took the first prize in the competition. I'm Todd Dills. As usual, your host here on the Overdrive Radio podcast for August 30th, 2019, where we'll run through the performances of Barker, Mississippi Ken Freeman, and Jemison, Alabama native Jason Henley from the Gat stage a week ago Friday. Before we get there, though, I wanted to share a brief check-in I have with Pennsylvania-based owner-operator Mike Landis the final day of Gat's last Saturday. Landis, regular readers will recall, has been a regular presence uh, in the halls of Congress and at FMCSA since he and a group of cohorts formed the United States Transportation Alliance following fall 2017 ELD protests, where many met, and where I met Landis. His group, as did many others, offered slightly different recommendations to FMCSA as it worked toward an hours of service chain, change uh, to return some flexibility to the rules for working drivers to be able to make tough safety and operational calls without the pressure of losing time with a fashion. Those recommendations they made um, differed um, quite a bit from what uh, FMCSA ended up proposing. I asked Landis to give his quick take on the proposal uh, that they did make, which we discussed here on the podcast two weeks back. You can find a full rundown via overdriveonline.com and links to where you can comment directly via FMCSA's regulations.gov site. Uh, the comment period will be open uh, through October 7th, I believe. You can visit overdriveonline.com slash tag slash hours hyphen of hyphen service to navigate to the latest news. Here's what Landis had to say about the proposal. Mike Landis, I'm an independent owner operator with Landis and Sons Trucking LLC and also the uh, CEO of the United States Transportation Alliance. Right, and you'll be well known to a lot of, um, a lot of folks listening to stuff I do because we've talked many times before. but. I um, was just curious, uh, we're here at the Great American Trucking Show, and I hadn't talked to you yet about the uh, hours of service uh, proposal that FMCSA put out. And I know we talked about particular ideas that you guys had uh, in lead up to this uh, about some things that could change and that seemed to be reasonable. I don't think that what they've proposed um, resembles that, but I wonder if you might give me your basic reaction to what they did propose, and then how that kind of differs to what you, uh, how you, how you feel about um, a particular proposal that you guys made, and, and, and why that might be, um, you know, 
why you favor that, I guess. You know, the ones we proposed had a pretty good amount of flexibility built into them. Instead of still keeping a 10-hour sleeper period, ours was eight, and it would give you two-hour period through the day to make up to that 10, but it was like a free time. So if you stop for like five minutes and you're running an ELD, it only took five minutes of your time and it would stop your 14-hour clock also. Um, kind of the same concept as the 30-minute to three-hour thing they have to extend your day now. It just didn't extend your day and you didn't have to still take a full break afterwards. You know, it's just your personal time is what we called it for doing whatever you needed to do. But, okay. um, and, and our splits for our sleeper bursts, you know, we had four different options for that. Um, so it gave you a little more uh, flexibility that way. But, you know, the age old saying goes, you ask for more than what you figure you're going to get. Um, and to be quite honest, when they, when they first came out with the hours of service proposal, there was a lot of different emotions flying around. I think not everybody understood it when uh, they first went on the radio and, and announced it quite right. Um, and, and I honestly was one of those ones that was like, well, I mean, this isn't that great because there, it raised so many different questions when they came out with their seven and three and their eight and two that we can, that they're proposing we'll be able to do. And it's like, well, we already have an eight and two, but it's such a hinky way of doing it that no one really does it. Um, especially if you run paper, because like I've said before, I've never had a DOT cop explain it to me the same way twice when I ask them, right? right. And um, so it's like, well, are, are we going to do it that way, or is it a true split where you're going to stop the 14 hours? Yeah. It raised a lot of questions. I um, think what they did propose, though, it's, it's, it was pretty clear in their summary of it initially, and you correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, in this version, um, the, t the shorter period does, in fact, stop the clock. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, the shorter period does, and I think what confused a lot of people right away when they came out with those five bullet points that week was between the 8273 split that can stop your clock, they said, and then they have the 30 minute to three hour window that you can use to extend your day yeah. up to 17, but then you gotta take 10 off. I'm like, well, wait a minute, there are, are they two different options we have to choose from? Or, you know, because they totally negate themselves, kind of, right? And, and, sort and, of, yeah. I mean, I think uh, they are two different options, though, right? Well, it, it is, but the um, so if the one pertains to whether you have a sleeper or if you don't have a sleeper, and and once we found that information out, okay, now it makes sense. If you don't have a sleeper, you can't log sleeper bursts for the, yeah. say those three hours. So of course, if you extend your day, you're going to have to take that ten hour break off because they still want you to take a ten hour sleeper break or yeah. you know off duty period. Yeah. So if you have a sleeper, you can count that as your sleeper time so it, it that makes sense and and in all honesty once we've got to uh read over this stuff and look over it and talk to fmcsa um it's not the flexibility everybody i think was hoping for because we're never going to have the flexibility i think most people are hoping for but it is a huge huge step in the right direction as far as i'm concerned right now once i got to understand it better i mean they, they literally are giving us two options to stop the clock with different time periods to count as our sleeper right. and and that to me is it's more than i figured that we would actually get at this point and um you know they're actually talking about doing a study on a six and four split and seeing if that's you know they have to they do have to be very careful how they do things because you're going to have safety advocates and stuff come back and try and fight against us sure. um and we've talked to quite a few team drivers that would like to see an even like five and five split because of stopping the truck at a weird time and then okay they got to go back to bed for this amount of time before they can drive or you know what i mean so that makes it would make sense to have even if it's just pertaining to teams a, a, an even split of some sort but i think it all in all i do believe it's a step in the right direction um and now it's uh up to those of us that drive to go to the comment period and make our opinions heard on that right right
when you talked about uh, what what you guys had thought about proposing, it, that that two hour kind of um, you know that, some, that two hour period, it sounded like it was something that um, that that you were, were envisioning could be split up into very small increments to be satisfied over the course of a day. That that does kind of remind me a little bit of what you're hearing a lot of from some of the commenters down in the listening session yesterday about um, wanting the ability to, to sort of treat the 30-minute break the same way. Yeah, um, <clears throat> you're right. And in fact, one of our members that helps us out, Scott Hampton, brought that uh, up, I do believe, down there okay. um, about being able to do different duty statuses since you're allowed to do the 30-minute break now as an on-duty thing. He goes, well, if I do 15 on-duty and, and, and go keep it 30 consecutive but do 15 on duty and 15 off duty okay, or something right. like that does that count and they said yeah right um you know but that that's kind of our two hour thing was one of those things where like if you used it all up through the course of your day fine if you didn't you still would have had to take it because we're still working with a 24 hour window on ours okay. right so if you didn't use it at all during the day then Technically, I guess you could say you would have had to take a 10 hour or somewhere accumulative. You could still split it up with our ways yeah. of doing it. Right. But, you know, if you used 15 minutes here and 20 minutes there, and but it was a, an opportunity to stop your 14 hour clock to do what you need to do personally, go to the bathroom, get something to eat, you know what yes. I mean? Something like that. Um, whereas I think, you know, the one to extend your day right now is close to that yeah, but yeah, yeah. it's still not as flexible quite as what that is okay. and, and like I said we have uh, only an eight hour accumulative period of sleeper birth and then that two hour free time window okay. so you know it, it's kind of uh, it was just an option to give you a few more chances to stop your clock for the day right tell me about 10-4 coming up here it's happening again it's going to happen on the fourth again starting on the fourth yeah i think it actually uh believe it starts on the third this year um meet down at the fairgrounds the second or the third you can find it at 104dc.com and that's okay. all spelled out um but you know we're usda is going to be there again we're going to have a booth set up sure. um we're not quite as heavily involved in the planning of it this year as what we were last year we kind of it kind of grew its own little thing and we let it roll yeah. that way and um you know uh fred bowerman's doing a great job of putting it together and, and stuff like that and alan kelly and and um <clears throat> todd campbell so you know i think i think it's a good event um if Anyone that was there last year was on the mall. I mean, on the mall was awesome. You're, you're parked literally right on the National Mall. And we have the whole mall except for one little square this year to park trucks on. So we can get a couple hundred in there. Um, and it's just, uh, it's not necessarily about being rowdy or protesting or anything like that. It's more of an awareness thing with the public because there's so much public interaction from all the tourists right there. Yeah. Everybody wants to know, wow, why are these trucks parked here? Like, what's going on? And in all honesty, the public is our biggest asset when you explain to them why these regulations are actually worse for us out here and what we're doing there and stuff like that and and they real start to realize oh wow this is like why can't you stop and rest if you want to and not have it take time out of your day or whatever the case may be um you know it's important we have fmcsa's come down and we have yep. some other government officials have come down and stuff like that so it's i think it's a great event for everyone to show up to just a lot of camaraderie and everyone even if you don't like each other seems to come together while you're there because it's something that's you know near and dear to all our hearts is trucking before we get to the music portion of this edition of the podcast a quick note on the special edition audio some of you may have heard via overdrive radio on wednesday 
uh, featured the first hour and a little more of commentary from those on hand and in the room at the hours of service listening session at Getz a week ago. The final question that came in, uh, uh, in the audio anyway, before, before it uh, cuts off there, uh, was about the split sleeper changes that FMCSA included in its hours proposal. Commenters watching the proceedings online asked whether two combined split periods would basically give a driver utilizing the split his full complement of hours back after both uh, off-duty periods were taken. That's not how the 8 and 2 split works today, of course. FMCSA's Larry Miner, briefly answering the question, made a statement that sounded to me like he was saying that yes, two periods equal t- equaling 10 hours would in fact reset uh, daily hours in a manner similar to how the 34-hour restart resets cumulative limits, or a 10 uh, or a 10-hour break uh, resets daily limits. That is not, however, how the proposal reads. Rather, uh, if we take the proposal at its word, the split would work similarly to how the 8 and 2 works today, with an operator using it required to stay within driving and on-duty limits calculated by using the duty periods before and after each sleeper off-duty break in the split. A big difference in the proposal is, however, that the shorter period would, like the longer one, or longer off-duty period, I mean, in fact not count toward the 14-hour clock. So in effect, both, uh, both off-duty uh, periods pause the 14-hour clock. That's not the case with the 8 and 2 split today. Uh, the 2-hour the, the period uh, uh, does remain uh, within the 14-hour duty, uh, duty period. And uh, it's perhaps one of the reasons it's under, underutilized by truckers today. In any case, hopefully there's a little clarification in that for anyone still unclear on split sleeper on the split sleeper change FMCSA is proposing. I know there are interests out there pushing for up to a six and four or a five and five option, as Landis noted. In any case, get those comments in if you have them. I wrote about this in the Wednesday post associated with that uh, that podcast that uh, just uh, made available the audio from the listening session on Wednesday at OverdriveOnline.com. You can search. FMCSA listening session there uh, to find it. Uh, a little bit more of an explanation about the uh, split sleeper change. Uh, now, those trucker talent search performances. What follows here starts with the warm-up act. As last year, our own sometime contributing writer, Long Haul Paul Marhofer, played a few to start the show off. And it all rolled nicely from there, and I hope you enjoy it as much as I did. I said, see that CD? That there is me. He said, you're seven.
you're just 
singer-songwriters. All of them are very mature in their talents and abilities, and I do not envy you four people at all today. I'm glad I don't have your job. This is from our last album, Bessemer to Birmingham, and it was uh, based on a true story of a driver who lost his life for $7. And this song was commissioned by Ada Bell Rodriguez, who is here today. Let me tell you what it gets you when you give them all you got. A nerve that's fried and a face that's shot. A soul just as black as a stain on the lot. Of the West Memphis Flying J. He would call the Johnny Appleseed a crack cocaine. You pimped a sweet ride and you flew a cool plane. You were busted three times, but they let you get away. Cause you were bagging sand and leases for the CIA.
so much. Ladies and gentlemen, please give a warm Texas welcome to the pattern familias of the Peter Mobilius, Mr. Tony Justin. What about another round of applause for Mr. Paul Borhofer? We were down here earlier this morning, and uh, he was, I think I got something that you might like. And he, he played this song, 799, and uh, that first line, it happened to me because the first time I saw one of my CDs in the truck stops was at a pilot somewhere. I can't remember exactly where, but it's about 3 o'clock in the morning. And I walk in there, and lo and behold, there's the first time I see my a CD in the store. And of course, there was no one there. I, I didn't find anybody to talk to, but I went back out to my truck and actually went back in and, and bought the first CD. So I was like, hey, there's nothing wrong with a little self-promotion, man. I can't believe it's been, uh, it's been six years. This is the six years since we started the, the Trucker Talent Contest. And uh, a big thank you to uh, Red Eye Radio and Overdrive for all their hard work. Uh, volunteers, uh, judges come out and volunteer every year. Let's give those guys a big round of, of applause for making this happen. There's a lot of talented truck drivers in this world. and. Uh, I'm proud to be a part of that with, with all these guys and gals and uh, a lot of great talent over the last six years come across the stage. So it's been really awesome to be a part of it. Also, real quick, we want to send out a thank you to Road Pro Family of Brands for, uh, they chipped in some really cool prizes for all three contestants. So win or lose, they're going to be walking away with some really nice stuff. And uh, I'm just glad I'm not one of the judges. You guys got the hardest job of everybody. So we appreciate you guys. So, I mean, Someone will give you a sign. Okay, the first guy, he's an owner-operator. He's actually from uh, Kingsport, Tennessee, which is like an hour and five minutes from my house, uh, from Dandridge, Tennessee. He, dri he drives for Henneth Transportation. He's leased onto them. He pulls, he's an old tanker yanker. And I think all three of our finalists are uh, pull tanker, if I'm not mistaken. So that's a pretty cool coincidence. But uh, he also is an awesome woodsman. He, this guy builds some of the coolest coolers and shelves, and he builds them for his wife's store. She has a, a store there in Kingsport, and when he has time, he tries to build some stuff. And he's, he's a good friend of mine and a great singer and songwriter. If y'all would uh, please welcome to the stage the first contestant, Mr. Tanner Barker. I got a little nervous backstage. Tony Justice told me, said, Taylor, said, uh, just imagine everybody out in the crowd's naked. Sir, please put your clothes back on, you're killing me. <laughs> that was my mic stand, fix me up or a joke. There we go. All right. Taylor Barker from Kingsport, Tennessee, and uh, I chose this song right here because this song right here is uh, the life of, I mean, I've lived this with my son and my daughter being uh, gone as a truck driver, leaving for weeks at a time and coming back when my little boy was this big, but then he comes back and I come back home and he's this big, and now he's like this big. So this song right here is a little song called While I Was Away.
Centerville, Mississippi. He's a company driver. Drives for Transport Service Company. Him and his wife Susan uh, will be celebrating their 36th wedding anniversary on September 2nd, and I think she should win for being able to stay married to a truck driver that long. Y'all, please make welcome Mr. Ken Freeman.
All right. Wow. Take this in for a second. This doesn't happen to a truck driver every day. Uh, when I married my wife, I had just turned 20 years old, and she had just turned 19, and we were kids. And we had about a five-year stretch in there before we started a family where we could uh, take those rainy days and those days off when life was normal and uh, kind of lay around the shack all day. And then we had a family, a couple of good careers, and we find ourselves now in our 50s looking forward to a day when we can uh, live like that again and uh, stay around the house on those rainy days and we just keep promising each other one day we'll be able to. And that's, uh, that's what this song's about. It's called Rainy Days. I wrote this one for her about eight months ago. Come on up a little bit. A little bit more, right? A little bit, a little bit. All right, that's close enough. All right. If we didn't need the money, if everything was fair, there's no way I'd get out of this bed and leave you laying there. All sleepy, soft, and crazy, warm, naked as you're born. And knowing when I drive away, gotta leave my heart at home. Go in 
inside that you remind me why we used to love these rainy days. And I don't want you to worry, cause there'll surely come a day when we get to act like kids again and love days like this. Days like this. Rainy days like this. So Guys, let's give it up one more time for Mr. Ken Freeman, the amazing songwriter, great singer, guitar player, great song, man. We really loved it. All right, guys, we're moving right along here. Uh, this next guy is a uh, oh boy, Jameson, Alabama. Is it Jameson? This is not my right handwriting. Jimmins, like J E M or G E. Jimmonson, where's that at? Alabama, where's that at? Below Birmingham, by between Birmingham, and Tuscaloosa, Birmingham, and Montgomery. Montgomery down 65. All right. Anyway, we got that straightened out from Jeminson, Alabama. He's a company driver. Uh, was drives for Indigo Fluid, so he's a tanker, uh, tanker yanker too, as us uh, flatbedders call him, and box van trailers. Uh, like I said, all three contestants are. I think that's pretty cool. Uh, him and his family actually uh, host a small music festival on their property down in uh, down in Alabama, and. Uh, they are in the, uh, I don't know what that says, uh, in the process of expanding, y'all looking at making a venue out of that, maybe a, a festival, and so that'll be, hopefully I get an invitation down to that and check it out. I'm gonna uh, go on, uh, go in and introduce this guy. Uh, this is our third and final contestant. Y'all please put your hands together. Make you feel uh, really welcome, Jason Henley.
A big thanks to everybody involved, from sponsors to judges and to Justice, whose own three-song performance while the judges worked, you'll get the opportunity to hear if you check back with us in next week's podcast. Meantime, safe hauling over the Labor Day weekend. Stay pro out there.